This episode contains bad words. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Notes on Nonsense, the weekly episodes of the Same 24 Hours podcast, where I, Meredith Atwood, tell you something that's bullshit, (laughs) and we talk about it. This idea came from my new book, The Year of No Nonsense, Get Out of Your Way and On With Your Life. I keep stuttering over that subtitle because originally there was a different subtitle, which is where the word bullshit came from. (laughs) So we're not there any longer, but the same, same theory still applies. I thought these podcasts are such hits. (laughs) I'll just keep it going. Seriously, though, um, the number one downloaded podcast of all time is Kids Are Bullshit. That is number one. And I've had Tony Hawk on this podcast. So if that tells you anything. Oh, and the second in line was Other People Are Bullshit. So I was telling someone recently, I said, well, it looks like people don't like their kids or other people or something that's going on here. But in all reality, I think there is a great frustration with other people in our lives. And um, yeah, and so we got to figure out how to survive as individuals in the world with other people, right? So today's episode, we are going to start with not people. We're not going to talk about the other people. Today's episode is audiobooks are bullshit. Oh, this is funny. It might not be funny to you. So this is funny to me because I am in the process of recording my audiobook for the year of no nonsense. And today is my off day. Yesterday, I recorded for about six hours straight, which is pretty much about, I don't know, three hours too long for anyone who has recorded an audiobook. You probably understand that completely. It's very hard to talk that long, but it's very harder to read each word with inflection. (laughs) I tend to roll over certain words, and it also makes you feel like shit because it points out your inadequacies as a speaker. I mean, just a general talking person of the world. I realize I can't say reward. Reward was a very hard one for me. Um, and I can't think of the others, but there were very simple words that just weren't coming off my mouth <laughs> yesterday. So um, today's podcast is inspired by audiobooks are bullshit. And they're totally not. I love audiobooks. I love listening to authors read their work. And I love to multitask, even though Everyone says in this world, multitasking is the devil. I like to listen and do laundry and listen and do other things. And I do think there there is an acceptable multitasking with that regard. So what's the point of this episode then? Well, I wanted to think about audiobooks in the context of our mental mind game and how we, like, what is the audiobook that's going on in our head? I talked about this um, maybe a couple episodes ago on subtitles or bullshit because (laughs) also about my book, right? Because I had a subtitle and then it changed. And then I thought, you know what? We all have these certain subtitles in our lives that we are running. We say, I'm a great mother, but then there's something else, right? We, We have this external title of our book of our lives that we're projecting to the world, but then we are repeating certain subtitles that are negative, that are self-deprecating. I'm a piece of shit. I'm so fat. I'm so slow. I'm so lazy. I'm so all these things. I'm a terrible mother. I'm a terrible leader. I don't have enough education. I'm all these things. These are the subtitles that are running through our heads and kind of ruining 
our productivity, our life in a way because we are constantly saying these horrible things about ourselves as the subtitle. So I started thinking about this in the term of audiobook because when you listen to an audiobook, you're able to do other things, right? You're able to continue on with life while you listen. You're able to get your workout in. You're able to think about other things. But in the background, there's playing this constant voice and some authors have better voices than others (laughs) and some voices are not so great. They put you to sleep. They make you mad. They, you just can't take it anymore. So you turn them off, which hopefully isn't the case with mine. But you think you're doing things and then you're ha- hearing a voice that's pr- that's telling you a certain story, that's telling you a certain script, that's reading it over and over again constantly. And so I thought about this in terms of the script, the, the audiobook that's playing in our head about our life. What is it? This is very similar to subtitles, although I think it's a little bit more subtle because subtitles tend to be bigger things, right? They're just declarations that we're making across our lives. We're, you know, I'm I'm Meredith Atwood. I'm a great mother, but really I'm a piece of shit. Like the subtitle is, but really I'm a piece of shit. With the idea that our life is running an audiobook in the background while we're folding laundry, while we're exercising, while we're at work, while we're driving, that there's this constant story. There's this constant battle for time in our head about what we're telling ourselves, about what our life is like, about who we are, about what we want, the dreams we have, the hopes we have. All of these things are running on a script. And I've talked about this idea of a script many times because my good friend, Susan Winterstein, who owns um, Savvy, Savvy, well, let's see, Savvy Design, <laughs> sorry, Susan, Savvy Design, but then she has a nonprofit, Savvy Giving by Design, and she is awesome. First of all, she has five daughters. Can we just pause for a moment? Five daughters. But she told me years ago, years ago, and this is in my book. Um, she told me, you are just reading this same sad script over and over again. And, and at the time it was, I will always be overweight. I am always going to be miserable in my profession as a lawyer, which is what I was doing at the time. I will always be slow. I always be these, these things. Right. And she said, your blog audience loves it because you make them feel better about everything because you are just reading the same terrible script about yourself. And so that's why everyone really likes you (laughs) because you read this sad script. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're an asshole. You know, I really did not like her in that moment. And then I proceeded to get offline and read my script (laughs) to myself. I was like, well, I am always going to be blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, my gosh. She's right. She's right. And, you know, she's not the only one to ever, ever talk about a script, but I swear Susan was the first, first one that I ever heard this idea of a script from. And so in that moment, I was so mad that she had called me on this idea that I was running a script. I was running an audiobook in the back of my head, and it was not a good one. And I decided, I wrote a, a blog post that was probably one of my biggest ones called Tearing Up the Script. So if you want to Google Swimbike Mom, Tearing Up the Script, that was the post that was kind of born out of this conversation with Susan. But the idea that I was running an audiobook of my life in my head, a script. I was reading it over and over and over again about who I was, what I wanted, what I needed, what I believed in myself, and it was not good. That's the key. So the audiobook being bullshit is only bullshit if you're reading a really shitty audiobook with bad things about yourself, with un you know, unhelpful hopes and dreams and unattainable goals. And I think a lot of times we set these unattainable goals. And look, I don't mean anything is unobtainable. 
But sometimes we will set goals so big just to prove the fact that we are a piece of shit when we don't obtain them, when we don't reach them. And here's what I mean. Every year for, I don't know, since I had a brain, <laughs> I guess I've always had a brain, but since I had, you know, reasonable thoughts that that I could connect to outcomes, I guess, I would say in the winter, in the new year, January 1, I'm going to be in a bikini by the summer. And this was before my bikini days. I wear bikinis all the time now. I don't care what I look like. I don't care what size I am. One day I'm going to die and that's the end of the story. I wear bikinis. But this was before when I believed that I had to have a perfect body in order to even grace the world in a bathing suit. You know, every January, I've got five months, five months. If I can just hold this together for five months, then I will be able to wear a bikini in the summer and life will, you know, matter. <laughs> this is what you think, you know, when you haven't figured anything out. And then uh, May would roll around, June would roll around, and I would look exactly the same. That's because this was never about the weight to begin with. We've covered that in several episodes. But this was also about the fact that I would set goals so unobtainable. Like, it's not unobtainable to change your body in five months, but it was for me because it wasn't about just the food. It was about behaviors. It was about trauma. It was about other things. So I wasn't there. I wasn't in the place where I could rewrite that part of the script in the way I was trying to rewrite it. And that's so frequently what we're doing with these audiobooks running in our head about ourselves. We have a story. We have a script. And even when we say we're going to do something, when we're going to make these big steps, we're going to take these goals and we're going to go after them, we're setting them so ridiculous, the bar is so high for ourselves that we have no choice but to fail, to shut down, or to think, I'm a piece of shit. Look, it's another goal I set. And here's another reason why I'm never going to be a success at anything. And a lot of it depends on personality. Look, like setting big goals is kind of the way I roll. But I don't try and set the goal until I know I have the things in place that are going to allow me to succeed in those goals. And I and they are big goals, but I also don't put a time limit on them. I think that's where we can really break down in our communication with ourselves is by making things have a time limit. I definitely set health and fitness goals, but I try not to enforce them by time. And I think that's one of just the life hacks I've sort of come across over the past few years. But the qu question I have for you and the challenge I have for you is what is your audiobook sounding like to you? Do you have a kind, um, calming voice of a narrator? And if you don't know what that is, go listen to Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. She is like the best, most calming audiobook reader on the planet, unlike myself. She just has this voice that's so calming. <laughs> and I don't know, there was something about her audiobook that made me like think, okay, I'm going to go learn Italian now because Liz Gilbert says I'm going to, you know, she just had this incredible voice. And so when I think about my internal audiobook, my internal script that I'm reading, I like to assign Liz Gilbert's voice to it <laughs> because it's so kind and calming. And so what does your voice sound like in that audiobook, in your script that you're reading? And then what are the words? What are the contents of it? This is something I go over constantly with my life coaching clients. Like, what are you saying to yourselves? Your words are the house you live in. What 
are those words? What are they saying? So the content of your script is also very important. What audiobook are you reading to yourself? What is it? What are the things you're saying? Because unlike subtitles, which are short declarative statements, you may be reading and listening to an audiobook all day long that is telling you you're a piece of shit. And until you become aware of those words that you're saying, you're going to continue to believe them. You're going to continue to take actions that support those words, that support your script. You're going to do the things that you don't actually want to be doing because you're just reading and listening to a script over and over again that you've created. So my challenge for you in this episode of Audiobooks or Bullshit is to figure out what audiobook you're reading about yourself day in and day out that you're listening to, rather. I mean, you might be reading it. like I'm thinking about reading it because that's what's going on in my life. But what audiobook about your life are you listening to? What is the voice that you're hearing it read? What does it sound like? What does she or he sound like in that reading? And what is the content of it? And if you can listen to that inner voice and figure out what you're actually hearing, And then that may be very shocking, by the way. It may be very, very shocking. And so once you figure out what you're saying to yourself on audiobook, on repeat, all day long, reading your script, then you can begin to change it. And I had a call with one of my life clients this morning and I told her, I said, look, like her struggle was just being stuck and not feeling like she can get momentum and she's constantly in a state of feeling hurried and frazzled and like she's not accomplishing anything that's on her to-do list. So part of the suggestion that I had for her was, you know, she's been listening to her inner voice. We've talked about that. But to input a new voice and to input a new purpose statement about what she is and who she is and to repeat that all day long when she starts to feel super frazzled. So, for example, I will constantly say I am a New York Times bestselling author. When I am sitting here in the weeds with this book, when I'm struggling, I just say, I am a New York Times bestselling author. And now I've said it on my podcast. I am not, in fact, that yet. But by saying that, what it does to my nervous system, what it does to my inner critic is it quiets it. It says, you don't have to worry about this because you're a New York Times bestselling author and and New York Times bestselling authors don't worry about this kind of stuff. And yeah, that may seem kind of cuckoo to some of you. But when you step in, when you start to see what you want and then you voice it and then you step into it, and that's what you're doing when you're repeating things on your audiobook, that you're good things, that you're things that you want to be, that you are these things. When you say them as if they're true, this is something that Tony Robbins taught me at the, um, why am I not remembering his event? I can't remember the name of it, but um, a UPW, Unlimited Power. I can't remember. Unleash the Power Within, UPW. Okay. Um, One of the things that he taught at his event was, you know, to step into what you want. I always love that. Step into it. And in order to step into it, you have to believe it. You have to say it. You have to feel it. And so the thing that I told my life coaching client this morning was, look, who do you want to be? Do you want to be this powerful, strong leader who isn't frazzled? Then you say, I am a powerful, strong leader in control of my emotions or something. And you repeat that all the time, like a crazy person, (laughs) like on repeat in your head. That's what you need to fill your audiobook with. It needs to be filled with what you want want to bring about to your life. What you want to come to you is what should be on your audiobook. So that's my challenge for you. Figure out what you're actually saying and then figure out what you want and make that the script you're reading. Thanks for listening. Until next time.